It's Deep Focus. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. This is part two of the program from September 22nd, 2022. My guest, William Hooker. Topic is Pharaoh Sanders. If you heard part one, you know this was part of the memorial broadcast for Pharaoh Sanders. If you did not hear part one, you might want to go back and check that out. But either way, here you go. And Let me drop something else on you. I don't know about you. I like listening to music and podcasts and stuff using my phone. I like having a wireless connection. And I needed a new pair of headphones. And I didn't want to spend a lot of money. And I got something I really like. I'll just tell you about it so you can have a better experience listening to Deep Focus. If you need something similar. I didn't get any money or promotional consideration from these folks. I just really like the product. Um, the company is called One More, number one, M-O-R-E. And the headphones are the Piston Fit BT. BT, I guess it's Bluetooth, because that's how it connects to the phone. They sound great. They're really comfortable. Battery lasts a long, long time. And they were really inexpensive. They were like 20, 25 bucks. So there's a little solution for you. Have a little better experience. Nice, lots of good amount of bass, but it's, it's not like a boom and sizzle kind of thing. It's like very round and musical. I like it. Okay. All right. Hope you're enjoying this. I hope you get to listen to it with some volume. This is part two, William Hooker on the memorial broadcast for Pharaoh Sanders, part two of the
You are listening to the Pharaoh Sanders Memorial broadcast on WKCR FM New York, WKCR HD1, WKCR.org. And I'm Mitch Goldman, and uh, we're on here with you 24 hours, midnight this morning till midnight tonight at least. And uh, I have the great pleasure of having William Hooker in the studio with me. William, that was, well, let me just say that was, uh, if you just yeah. tuned in, recording, live recording, obviously. That was from the uh, Nice Jazz Festival, July of 1971, Lonnie Liston-Smith's arrangement of Let Us Go Into the House of the Lord. Cecil McBee with that beautiful bass solo, Jimmy Hops on drums, Lawrence Killian's congas, and Pharaoh Sanders, the leader on tenor saxophone. Man, I feel like on right. this day, right, Pharaoh Sanders playing himself off, man. It's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. And I thought that I knew, I mean, I was just writing, jotting down notes, right? And, and you know, when you asked me to come up, I said, yeah. And, and I, I said, let me write down some notes. The first thing I said was, I know the incredible albums. And you know something? No, I don't. <laughs> well, no, I don't. Because I mean, I mean, really, I mean, this was a this was something. Mitch, that's that's some that's some heavy stuff. That's like beautiful. That's really really beautiful. That, I mean, that performance is it's stellar. It's stellar, and. Um, there, there's so much that I have to listen to even further. I mean, deeply. You know, because uh, when a person passes away, then you say to yourself, what did this person do? And and all the bright spots hit, you know, like all the things that, you know, you knew back in the day and when you, you know. And, and then all of a sudden, all of this comes out. All of this comes seeping through. And these are the uh, the things that I I really got to say I I never saw I never heard that I never heard that album. Well, it's not yeah. an album. It's um, obviously live recordings from the WKCR right. archives. You might have heard that brief announcement from the French radio host. It's uh, and this is a lot of the stuff that we play comes from these European radio broadcasts. And thank goodness that it was created. And thank goodness it made its way here. And I got to tell you, when I found it and I listened to it, yeah, you know what went through my head right away? Oh, I got to play this for William. No, really, no <laughs> Absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. Wow, wow, <laughs> oh, yeah. Mitch, man, this that, that's some heavy stuff. That's not that's not a joke. I mean, you know, um, uh, I I was just really thinking about um, Pharaoh Sanders and his. His understanding of, of playing inside and outside. Oh, man, and when he comes in at the end of that... Uh, inside the, and outside. The, Lonnie Liston-Smith builds this whole, I mean, underpinning. Temple. Yeah, 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 he <laughs> yeah. does. Yeah. He does, yeah. the whole <laughs> architecture. And then, man, when Pharaoh comes in with that, it's totally from out of nowhere and yet it is just the perfect instant that he creates yeah in that space yeah 
they really knew they really knew each other and they really knew I I I, I can't uh if I've got it right and I am not please an, do. an authority on this please but do this was more or less a working band I think Lonnie Liston Smith was playing with Pharaoh for a, a good couple of years at this point and I think this is around the end of his time with him and then Lonnie Liston Smith went on to become uh he was I don't know if people realize or remember I mean he became very popular sure he was kind of in that second wave of uh, fusion in the 70s oh good good word and um and a very kind of poppy sort of side of it or at least that was the perception and it had a very uh you know sonorous kind of uh and uh you know this is before quote-unquote smooth jazz but he sort of paved the way for that in a way and yet at the same time there also was always a kind of underpinning to his music that if you know this you it's very much of a piece with that stuff that he did later but uh and his group Lonnie Liston Smith and the Cosmic Echoes that's right hugely popular at hugely popular yeah 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 just a few years after this but uh and this whole group I mean obviously as you say you know Pharaoh Sanders you in a sense, you knew what you were getting with him, that that uh, direction of where he was going. But, um, yeah, he's, I mean, you know, this is something I was thinking about. Yeah, yeah. And we're surrounded by all of these Pharaoh Sanders recordings. Great, great here. recordings. Great yes. recordings. <laughs> and it's a body of work, some live, some studio. And that is what is, that's the known quantity of what he did. And that's what's going to represent him now that he's gone forever after but if you our generation having had the opportunity to hear him multiple dates playing live yeah the thing that he would bring and it could have been a little club it could have been a concert hall it could have been a small group could have been an electric group could have been Mm -hmm, did mm -hmm. all these different things Mm -hmm. but what he brought there's just always every time i saw him this transcendent energy and i would just wonder if that will be remembered and Experience. It will be remembered by us. Well, yeah. Because when it happened, we were like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It will be remembered by us. There's no doubt about it. And these, in this reminder that we're going through right now is, is really a wake up call to, um, the art of listening and the art of actually taking time to listen to this music, listen to what a person actually has done, and it, it, it gives gives you insight into, it answers all your questions. Mm-hmm. It answers all your questions, even though, you know, um, I have many, but I don't have, they're being answered. They're being answered. They're just answered in that, in that particular piece and the one before it. And I'm sure that even after I went to this concert and we're going to investigate the concert. Yes. You okay, were there too gonna, that night? Oh, I wish I was. But uh, yeah, we're going to change gears. So that was that's that is for good or bad. All we have of the Nice Jazz Festival in 1971 is what you just heard. And uh, by the way, if you missed any of this, um, this three-hour segment. So uh, I'm not calling this deep focus because it's a memorial broadcast. Yes. But uh, I do have a um, do a podcast of the show. It's called Deep Focus, and it's. Free, no advertising, no nothing, the same as 
what you hear on WKCR, but you can listen whenever you want. And there's hundreds, literally hundreds of shows, including all the ones we've done, are online available to you on mm-hmm. Deep Focus. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put this up next week. So great, if anybody great. is missing that, or if you want to email someone and say, hey, you can check this out, you can just send This is the line. time to do it. And it should be on your favorite podcasting app, or you can always find it at uh, the hosting site. It's called Podbean. Mm-hmm. So if you go to mitchgoldman.podbean.com, mitchgoldman.podbean.com, you can find it there. And like I said, free, free, free. Um, so I'm, I'm not selling anybody. No, anything. I'm glad. I'm glad. And, and well, the point is, the I mean, Mitch, man, these these recordings, this music is just incredible. And I'm looking here and I'm seeing. Um, so yeah. So okay. Where so, we're going? Yes, where we're going. So we just. Um, just heard that fantastic live recording from 71. This, what we're going to hear next, is another live recording from 1971, about five months earlier, and hmm. this one you were at. And yeah. I, you have told me a bit about your experience, Yeah. and I'm going to ask if you don't mind. What? Just set this up a little bit, share your personal uh, experience of the date of February 21st, 1971, where we're going and what you saw and heard and lived on that day. Well, I was, I was, uh, I was thinking about Alice Coltrane at the time. She was having a very heavy effect on me and, uh, and my wife at that point, because, uh, we were, we were really, we were really, really listening to her. Um, because I think the train had passed away. And yeah, this would be about three, four years. Yeah, he passed away, and uh, and and it was interesting because um, I didn't expect what we got that night. I just did not expect it. And it says, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." No, I didn't see this. I didn't hear this one. Oh, because no, yeah, right, because it says. Alice and John Coltrane writes on his, uh, this was, what is this? This was a recording made at a concert to celebrate Swami Satchitananda's birthday. Huh. The whole thing does exist. It was good. Hmm. I don't know about this one. So this, well, this, I don't know about this one. Maybe this is something different. So this is a recording made at Carnegie Hall. <laughs> it is something different. February 21st. Yes. 1971. Right. And maybe this is the one you were at, maybe not. But uh, Alice Coltrane's the leader. She's playing harp, piano, and percussion. And Pharaoh Sanders is heavily featured on tenor, soprano saxophones, flute, percussion, and fifes. Archie Shep also on tenor, soprano, and percussion. Jimmy Garrison on the bass. Cecil McBee again here on bass. Clifford Jarvis and Ed Blackwell right. playing drums. Right. Tambura from... Tulsi and Harmonium of Kumar Kramer. All right, now this is, I did, I was not here. Well, okay. <laughs> so I'm ready for another, I'm ready for an, another mind-boggling, uh, mind, mind boggling, uh, you know, ex- exploration. All right, all I'm right. I hope our radio audience is too. Um, there was a full concert performed. We only have one piece from it, and I think... Only all we have is Africa. All we have is that Coltrane's Africa. Okay. And um, yeah. All right. Well, let's hear it. Yeah, let's. Carnegie Hall, February nineteen seventy one. And this is Pharaoh Sanders and Archie Shep. Yes. 
Faro Center's memorial. Featured, yes. Uh, memorial broadcast on WKCR. Right.
We are marking the passing of Pharaoh Sanders today on WKCR. 24 hours of nothing but the music of Pharaoh Sanders. Passed away this weekend at the age of 81. I'm Mitch Goldman here with you from 6 to 9 p.m. And I have the great pleasure of having William Hooker here in the studio with me. Thank you, Mitch. William, thank you. Thank you. It's it's such a different experience. Just sharing the music with you. And I'm just so... I know. Yeah, we have fun. We do. However, tonight is a little bit different. A little different from fun, but even so much more. The fellowship and, uh, you know... I do. Remembering and thinking about somebody who's left us. I didn't have a big personal relationship with Pharaoh Sanders. I would have been happy to, but um, I just feel him so closely through the music. And um, it's been many years. He was just always there. It's difficult to imagine that he won't be around we have the music that's true but his presence is just uh so rich in the music that was a recording everything that you and i've been playing tonight so far and plan to for the rest of the of the set yeah from the kcr archives so these definitely qualify as rarities and there are a Pharaoh Sanders released a lot of records in his lifetime. Tell me. Yeah. Every listener, if you're with us, if you've come this far, if you don't have some Pharaoh Sanders music, you should. He also shows up on a lot of different people's side. I don't think of him as like a sideman type of guy, but he's on a lot of people's recordings. That's right. And uh, the night uh, just before I came up here, I was listening to that floating. No, it's called Promises, I think. The promises. thing that just came out in the London last... Symphony. Yeah, that was a which was a big deal. That seemed like that. Yeah, I was I was wondering. I, I was just wondering about that one. Um, I I don't you know. Um, I'm not really good for uh, historical uh, dates and stuff, but uh, that that's much much different, and um, it it still has its presence. It still has its presence. A great a great presence there. And, um, yeah. Well, by all means, and I'm not saying this to you, because I know you. you know, but I'm telling the listeners, find those well-worn, well-loved LPs or digital downloads, yeah. whatever form it takes. You're going to want to have some Pharaoh Sanders in your collection, but you're probably not going to find the stuff we're playing tonight. This really is very special and unusual. That recording was of a live performance by Alice Coltrane, from February of 1971 here in New York City at Carnegie Hall. And, William, I'm going to let you say who we were listening to because that was quite an ensemble. Right, but, I mean, you got to remember, we're going at the Carnegie Hall, so we got to bring heavy hitters. Yes. So, so Yes. So it's she, a big room. So so she, well, she I brought, mean, it, it's like, uh, it's, of course, it's vaunted, but it's also spacious. Yes, so she brought... cool. Kumar Cremer, Tulsi, Ed Blackwell, Clifford Jarvis, Cecil McBee, Jimmy Garrison, Archie Shep, herself, and Pharaoh Sanders. And, you know, it's interesting. It's So there's two saxophonists, two bassists, two drummers, 
and two traditional Indian right. instrumentalists. Right. And this apparently, we have some notes that came along with this. This was a celebration of Swami Satchidananda's birthday, uh-huh. presented by Sid Bernstein, who was a, a, an impresario who people have been around New York for a long time, probably remember. And it also featured, this is really kind of stunning, the Rascals and Laura Nero. It kind of makes you wonder about what uh, the scene was like backstage. And who knew that those artists were, um, I know, I mean, we know, and you know, you've told me Uh about uh, Swami Satchidananda and the relationship that Alice Coltrane had. Yes. And, uh, but yeah, apparently, well, it's just... uh, Glad that it found its way to the KCR archives. I know, and you, you got right. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and you know what? I loved uh-huh. hearing Pharaoh and Archie Shep wrap their voices around one another. That was really beautiful in the end when they come back in, and uh, that yeah. was a fantastic moment. And I'm just looking at this. Not, not too many of these people are still around. Other than Archie absolutely, Shep. you're absolutely right. But um, you're absolutely right. What was that? Uh, so we may have oh. misinformed the folks. We thought this was going to be a show that you were at around that time, right? But this was not it. No, no, this was not it. Uh. Uh-uh. Um, the one that I saw was uh, it was in the was in the room that's next to the quote unquote Carnegie Hall. This must be the recital hall. Yeah, Carnegie Recital Hall. Yeah. Now and, it's yeah. Weil Recital Hall. And, and and yeah. And um and that was Alice Coltrane's uh um concert. And I do remember that um Rashid Ali played on it. But, but um I don't even know if Pharaoh Sanders was playing that night. I'm not really sure. Because I think that we we basically went there for we basically went there to see Alice, I think, um, because we were really heavily into uh, trying to figure out where where that was going, where that where that music was going, mm-hmm. and um, uh, if if Pharaoh Sanders was there, I I can't even recall because it was it was one of those kind of nights. It was one of those kind of nights. You were just kind of like waiting to see where. Um, Really, where Ellis Coltrane was going to be going in terms of uh, her life and her philosophy about life and her spirituality, et cetera, et cetera. Even though I I know for a fact that if he had had Pharaoh Sanders there, it would have definitely vibed with the entire evening because he definitely, just like a lot of people of my generation, he was definitely a spiritual player. Yeah. Um, and I feel that a lot of people um, carry the mantle in, in the generation that I am from as well. They carry that spiritual mantle. And that's, that's another thing that's very important for me in terms of understanding Pharaoh Sanders uh, and his life on this earth plane. Because um, I think that that's the reason why I was drawn to him. I think that that's the reason I was drawn to him. Just basically, uh, you've heard all the all the music all day long. I mean, who who makes records? Who who makes records and calls them karma? And uh, mm-hmm. the creator has a master plan. And sumum uh, umum. And who makes those kind of records? Yeah. And 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 so so I was. That's 
that was the main draw for me. And, and, and the thing about it is here, I was knew all those records and I thought, I, oh, I am my, my Pharaoh Sanders thing down. I knew it. No, I don't think so. Because really, I, there's, so, there's so much music here. It's kind of incredible. I didn't know he was on Chappaqua Suite. I didn't know he was, uh, you know, he was with half these people playing and, and had such a strong presence. Here's one that really kills it. Uh, Don Cherry, Where's Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Really? I, I didn't. I thought, it was, I thought that was Gato Barbieri. I could be wrong. Cherry and Gato Barbieri were doing a lot of stuff together around then. All right, then. Okay. So, but here I am. Here I am uh, thinking. I don't know which one I'm thinking about. But anyhow, um, I'm probably not thinking correctly because of um, the weight of the idea that Pharaoh Sanders is no longer here on this earth plane. That's probably what it is that is confusing me a lot about him as a presence. Um, uh he was one of those people that uh, he was here for a while, and if we had a chance to to hear him and to uh, follow his music, uh, it was definitely it was definitely something that would turn your head around, and you would say to yourself, you'd seriously make a strong investigation about what this music was about, and that could have been because he was around Train and Alice a lot. That that could be. That could be. What? Yes. I don't know. No, no, I think you're right. But I also think it's possible that they were, he was drawn to them, they were drawn to him. Maybe he had that about him then. And hmm. I don't know. All right, then I hear you. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, yeah, exactly. So those questions, I don't, those questions are inside myself. Uh, if I get answers, that's fine. If I don't, that's fine too. But the point is now, um, we we are investigating his work. We're investigating his work, and and uh, thank you, Mitch, for inviting me. Because Mitch, these recordings, I don't know where you got this stuff. <laughs> I well, have no been here no a long time. Idea William. where you got this stuff? <laughs> really? You know, you you come up with some stuff. <laughs> so I, where are we going next? Where we're going next is another very different place and very much a manifestation of the music and spirit of Pharaoh Sanders. And this is another chapter in his life. Um, He did, uh, you were talking about this, you and I were talking about this a little bit earlier, made the album with Pharaoh Sanders, Ask the Ages. Yes. And produced by Bill Laswell. Right. And... uh, beautiful kind of a departure that is part two of this podcast from september 22 2022 william hooker my guests were talking about pharaoh sanders this was actually the memorial broadcast on wkcr and i told you about your opportunity to subscribe to deep focus and uh how to email us and about the uh what we're doing on instagram you can find all that if you listen to part one, I uh, also want to let you know, you can get a little more background on Deep Focus and on me at MitchGoldman.com. That's my website. And click on the Deep Focus tab. You'll find 
a little more information, listings of past shows, and a search bar to look up specific shows, and you can even find links to where to uh, hear those podcasts. They're all posted. There's hundreds of shows up, and uh, you could search there, and you can also find them and troll back at mitchgoldman.podbean.com. So mitchgoldman.podbean.com is the hosting site, and mitchgoldman.com is my site. And on the Deep Focus tab, you'll find a little more information there if you want to go digging. Dig. All right, see you over at part three.